To come out here with the both Protestant and Catholic schools and to mix together this has been the first opportunity ever for such a trip to take place and uh, for me it has been something else. Uh, the crack has been great and uh, the sightseeing as well has been tremendous, such a beautiful country. Since we're all Catholic, like we don't, I, well I don't really know any Protestants. There's even some fellows on the tour whose uh, parents I know come from come from fairly staunch Protestant loyalist areas and they weren't too happy with their kids coming away with a bunch of Catholics from Dublin. I remember, I'll never forget going up to Belfast to play a match and I was quite intimidated by the red, white and blue curbs and the big banners and things like that. I thought that every Protestant in Ulster hated every Irish man in the South. We don't get the chance to uh, mix with Catholics. Our schools are, are um, Protestant, therefore our friends uh, are obviously Protestant and we don't have the chance. So I thought that's definitely it for the tour, two different groups, Grosvenor Pauls, but uh, quite amazed uh, right from the start. There's been, you know, mucking in together, there's been no no racial comments or anything like that, nothing. Uh, religion hasn't even come into it at all. We've, we're playing like one team, we're getting on like one team, you'd never think that we, we only met up in London. When we first uh, got here, we were in Durban, and the one thing that really struck me about Durban was the fact that there was so much poverty and also so much wealth in the one city. Here in Cape Town, it's, uh, it's actually it's a, it's a different story. We haven't seen anything like that so far. We went up to um, Table Mountain today, which is very beautiful. And coming to South Africa, to be honest with you, I didn't know much about the country, but uh, I've learnt a lot and. Uh, Actually, a lot can be compared with South Africa and Ireland, in particular the problems of Northern Ireland and the problems of South Africa. So I've only stayed with white families, and um, but they've been really, really nice, and they're really interested in um, Ireland, and they're asking questions about all the troubles and what the teams are doing. They only knew the bad things about Ireland. They didn't know uh, all the good stuff that went on. They only knew what they saw on the telly which is probably the same for us. We only saw the riots in the townships on the telly about South Africa. I think our problems are trivial compared to what they have to deal with, but they don't realise you know, the deep-seated feelings, you know, the deep-rooted feelings that you have. Say in somewhere like Potenti, that was like a farming community. The, the, the father of the house didn't really want to talk about the problems, but he was probably the most racist person I met so far in his tour. Like he's saying he, he trains his dog to attack black people. We haven't really talked about our backgrounds in politics or anything like that, and I think that just that's a point in itself, that people are prepared to ignore all that and to play rugby together and go on tour together. Nineteen boys and four teachers from St Paul's College, Rohini in North Dublin, flew to London where at the South African Airways check-in desk they met with nineteen boys and two teachers from Grosvenor Grammar School in East Belfast. 
It started off really as a, a teacher exchange program and uh, two teachers went from Dublin up to Belfast and, and vice versa, teachers went from Belfast down to Dublin. And um, as a follow-on from that, uh, there was um, inter-school debates and uh, there was an inter-school rugby match arranged. And um, we've had this development now for the last three years and uh, about 15 months ago we decided that uh, it would be as well to try and go for a, a long tour to, to uh, further develop the process. They carried with them encouragement and best wishes from Tarnish to Dick Spring, Northern Secretary Sir Patrick Mayhew and someone they were to meet again in Cape Town, former long-term resident in Ireland, Kader Asmal, now South Africa's Water Affairs Minister. Encouragement for the success of this first-ever Catholic-Protestant joint schools venture from this divided island to a land commencing a process of reconciliation among its divided people. Really, I shouldn't be speaking here because this should not be exceptional. This should not be a special mark of recognition that a Protestant and a Catholic school come together uh, from Ireland and come and play here and they play a team one of the matches where there was an Anglican and a Catholic uh, school coming together. That should not be exceptional. That should be normal. That should be the accepted state of affairs. But we know that what we are doing in both countries is to make the abnormal normal. I think it's been another cementing of the relationship and I think we have provided another step up the rung on the ladder uh, to perhaps uh, taking our boys uh, into into other areas of um, cooperation. Um, I think the boys have learnt more, not from what we have done with them in the actual coaching field, because we haven't had enough time with them to coach them to change their attitudes, but I think they've learnt more from each other. And um, I think they've learnt that off the field and being with host families and staying together. So did three weeks travelling across South Africa present a road to Damascus for formerly entrenched views or a failed attempt to reconcile the irreconcilable? Certainly not the latter, to some extent the former, but more an opportunity for a carefree group of 17 and 18-year-olds, both through what they said and what they left unsaid, to gain perspective on assumptions and prejudices which have brought such tragic consequences to Ireland. Let's listen in during their 12-match tour. Six games each for the first and second 15s. That's good, Johnny. Go! Now look for the players. Look for support. Look for the support. You've got support. That's it. Rock over it. St. Henry's over. College Durban, second 15-3. Grosvenor St. Paul's seconds, 11. St. Henry's first 15-3. Grosvenor St. Paul's, 17. It's been good and enjoyable, rugby. The, the dry weather... Uh, it's helped us play an open game, more expansive game than we're used to, and we've we've very quick backs, so it helps us use them as well. Uh, the opposition seem to be the same; they they like to run the ball a lot as well. So, you know, we find a good experience, good to see. It's not not usual in Ireland that you see such a running rugby, so we get to see a lot more enjoyable rugby than we're used to. Really, we play Grosvenor in a challenge match every year, and every time we play it, there's a few fights. And there always has been, you know, there probably always will be. But we knew the guys before we came down and we knew they were basically decent and they knew us as well, that helped. Playing rugby uh, once a year, having the odd training session, um, does not solve or does not um, change any uh, ideas or prejudices people have. It's only until you spend three weeks with um, the opposing religion, that's what I want to call that, 
um, that will test how prejudiced you are. The host, they, they, it's, it's like being back home in Ireland. They take you into your home for three days and you're part of the family. Some of them were surprised that a Catholic and Protestant school would come together for that, for to play rugby and would get along so well. And they were surprised that a lot of the, there's a lot of good friends in the teams on both, you know, between the two sides. Um, because what they see of Ireland, they see the bombs and the bullets and they see the riots and that sort of stuff. They, they actually have heard of the names of Jerry Adams and... Uh, Ian Paisley, the, the, the suppose the key political uh, well, extremes, could you say, in, in Northern Ireland, and it, it was interesting just to hear what they had to say about Mr. Adams and how they they thought he was quote oh, a great man, etc. And uh, I just had to, to, as a Protestant, I despise him and everything he stands for, and uh, they they were they were interested to hear about what I had to say and uh, took it on board. I think I changed their their, their views uh, somewhat on Mr. Adams and some, somewhat of a, a unionist I am, but uh, it was interesting. They love to have us here. They've had so many problems themselves, and um, now that they're all over, they're very glad to see foreign people coming over. You know, especially playing rugby because it's their national sport. Um, they are sort of interested in the north-south division thing. What I've noticed about them is. It's not that they're racist. Every single one of the hosts has said to me, we're not racist. They, if we start talking politics, they say, we're not racist. We just don't understand the blacks. Because it's like it's a huge divide between the whites and the blacks. It's a different race, different culture, different everything, you know. So I think they, just, they want to stay separate from the blacks, but they don't want to um, keep them under their thumbs, you know. They don't want to... Uh, all that part, I think, they thought that was wrong. They just want to keep separated from the blacks. I was struck by the, the in Durban by the people in the squatter camps, and um, well, most people are very friendly, but you can you can notice the divide. Like in Durban, there was certain parts in the town that we drove to, and there was just total uh, black people. There was no whites to be seen. And when I went back to the host family that night. They said, um, oh, we don't go there, we, we don't go to that part of the city to do our shopping anymore. That's one thing that's disappointed me about the tour, is that I haven't got uh, in contact with all that many blacks. The only, only blacks I've really spoken to, uh, up until last week, for the first two weeks of the tour, um, the only blacks I spoke to were the maids in the houses. But uh, it's, the, the problems here are getting talking to the hosts and the people we've met. The ho- uh, their problems are pretty much the same as we have at home and they're doing their best to overcome them and I think they've actually got a lot further down the road to, to integrating than we have at home at the moment I think we're in a stalemate and it's going to stay like that for a while because I go to an all Protestant school um, there was the usual you know, wisecracks about you know, the, the jokes that you get across the communities about you know, dirty Catholics and all that sort of thing you know. and there were the jokes about that but at times sort of a bit of seriousness people would actually show a dislike to them towards Catholics but uh, since we've gone, come here, there was a few people sort of stayed apart. You know, it was sort of the groups. Naturally, of course, you stay with your friends, Governor St Pauls, and then a few. Then once we integrated, there was a few sort of still hung in, hung in the fringes, not wanting to get too involved. But and since then, I think everybody's overcome their, you know, the misconceptions they had over each other. And we've all gone on pretty well after that, yeah. So I think it's been good, a, a very good tour. Before we we departed for South Africa, both schools. 
uh, well, I think in Grosvenor, myself included, we were thinking that we would just stick as a click. Grosvenor, uh, Lee St Paul's, uh, they're just coming to make up the numbers. But we have found out here that we have, well, I personally have uh, been closer to some of the, the St Paul's guys than I have to my own friends from Grosvenor, and uh, the crack has been great. It's, it's just been an exceptional tour. M. Pangani High School, second 15-12, Grosvenor St Paul's seconds 7. M. Pangani High School, first 15-3, Grosvenor St Paul's 34. There was one instance, in fact, of um, the match against uh, the match against Mpengini, and uh, I think it was Andrew Gibson went over the line for a try, and he came out uh, running out, and the first person to go in and caress him was was Jeff Byrne, who was a St Paul's boy, caressing a Grosvenor boy, and that was how serious, you know, that was how much the try meant to him, and um, we felt at the time that that was one of the real. Uh, moments to, to savour. You know, if you had it on video, you'd love to be able to show it to people. The winger in the first team match in Andrew Gibson, a gentleman called Andrew Gibson, going in for a score um, in our second match, and the first person across to him was Jeff Byrne from Dublin. And the pair of them just give each other a big hug and a smile across their faces, and they could have been two boys from the same household, let alone from the religious divide. Our boys generally have been very, very good over the last number of years. They've had a very open mind, um, and I think that probably comes from being in the educational establishment that they're in. However, we have some boys who who have come from a very strong Protestant background, and uh, perhaps that they certainly would have got a lot of information throughout their early childhood that would have coloured their view. Um, and I think that those gentlemen perhaps are the ones who have come round most. And I certainly would notice um, a, a change in their attitude towards guys. Certainly in, the, in any little comments that might have come out at the very beginning and uh, the sort of us and them attitude. And suddenly it became an us attitude. The them was dropped. And I think that's been a, very noticeable from my point of view. And that was the end of St. Marie against uh, Nicol Milan High School um, we didn't really get much of a chance because uh, their forwards were much bigger and faster than ours and we didn't get much of a ball these guys would be very impressive they'd, uh, they'd be in the school at maybe 7 o'clock in the morning they'd have an hour's training session before school would start from what I heard they for the first month or two of their t- season they run with tyres tied to their back up and down the pitch like we, we'd barely do anything back home you know, so uh, so they do a lot of that, a lot of tough work, I imagine. They're very strong. Like the, the packer is fast as the backs. Like There's no difference in the pace from a prop to a fullback. Just too fast for us, really. They're, they're more, very organised, disciplined side, probably more so than any Irish schoolboy team you'd see or Leinster team, you know. Like, so they'd knock any, any schoolboy team in Ireland well off the pitch, you know. Too strong for us. Nico Milan, high school, second 15-17. Grosvenor St. Paul, seconds, three. Nico Milan, high school, first 15-47. Grosvenor St. Paul's, nil. When we were in uh, Potensi, it was totally different. We were up in, up in the hills and where the, the orange-growing place, and there was like orange trees everywhere, and you could just stand on the hill and pick an orange and eat it. It was beautiful. It was really nice, and the, the people we stayed with there were really nice. It was very different. Yeah. It's like 
going to different countries each time you move, you know, from when we flew to Port Elizabeth, it looked like a different country really than in Durban, which was much warmer and just gets cooler as as you move around. Like Cape Town's pretty chilly, it's warm today anyway, so it's not too bad. And then up that mountain there the other was two days ago. That was freezing, I wasn't wasn't able for that. It's too cold. Snow blizzard and in South Africa, I'm not used to that. <laughs> not even used to it in Ireland, really. So. Um, first family I stayed with was in, in Durban. They were very nice. They're, the children were a bit too disciplined, too, not, not what I was used to, you know. Like They stayed in, didn't go out at all. And uh, I didn't get out myself, really. <laughs> so that was different. Uh, uh, last family I stayed with were pretty much the same. The younger son was uh, used to stay in a lot. And the older brother brought us out and said he was about 24. He was more like, you know, what we'd be used to, or what they get up to, you know, going out to discos and pubs and stuff, you know. So, um, no, they're very nice out here, but it's just a little bit too disciplined. No drinking at all for them. <laughs> Tours hit a little bit of a low now and again, and I think we probably hit a bit of a low after the experiences at Nico Milan. Now, our performance at Nico Milan, as I said to those of you that were playing there, was exceptional. Really was exceptional. We did the country pride and we did our schools pride with what you showed on that particular pitch. However, we lost the game of rugby. There was no shame whatsoever involved there. It was absolutely brilliant. It was completely... You gave everything you had. It was all heart. But I want to see the same heart today, lads. And as Ian says, converted into a result. Get over it, forward. Get in there, Daniel. Now support him. That's great play, forward. Get him out. They're very, very disciplined over here. Um, they're very, very devout religiously as well. You'd, pl- you'd always pray after the game. You always get in a circle. Um, with the other boys and pray and thank God for keeping you safe throughout the game and stuff like that. Very, very um, disciplined boys, very, very strict and very religious, which is uh, a bit different from the rugby back home. <laughs> thank you, Lord. We're happy to this game. We're not serious injuries. Thank you that the best team won. Help Ireland when they go back. Amen. Thank you. Montague High School, second 15-12. Grosvenor St. Paul's seconds 14. Montague High School, first 15, nil. Grosvenor St. Paul's, 13. Ladies and uh, gentlemen, boys and girls, I should like on behalf of the school communities of Montague and Barrydale to extend a very warm welcome to you here in Montague. I realise that your tour is a joint venture to try and establish relationships between pupils of different cultural and political and social backgrounds, one school being a Catholic school and the other one being a Protestant school. And I also realize that you've had contact for about three years. Now, strangely enough, uh, we're on the same road. Our school has been an open school for three years, and we're also on the way of establishing relationships between uh, white pupils and colored pupils. Aguina Oshla is more on honor doing they San Afrique a Montague. Gomed, Blokus, Div, Erson, Nan Muntori, Agashna, Dolti, a Blau, Clea, Angus Balfirista. In other words, gentlemen, 
Distinguished guests, it is a great honour for us to, do, to us to be here in Montague in South Africa. We thank you on behalf of the teachers and students from Belfast and Dublin. And for those amongst you, myself included, that was an attempt on my part on a little bit of the Irish language. It's the first time I've ever seen Thank you very much indeed, gentlemen. Um, it's something that I'd always been threatening to do, and I thank Mr. Jerry Desmond for filling in with the words. I've been a rover for many a year, and I spent all my money on whiskey and beer. house we're in Montague like that was like a township and it was it was really bad now like, across the road from our house was it was like little shacks like you know and people living in one bedroom houses and the girl that we were staying with, we had to stay with her auntie because uh, her house was so small and we went back to her house and our whole family there was about <coughs> 10 of them they're all sitting around like a little fire built in the middle of the room you know so that was was an experience but like other further from that like I don't know. The whites, um, they seem to be very afraid, I think, of the blacks, as far as I can see now. But, and they think that they're getting a raw deal as well. Like, a lot of them, they, like, they say that they're a trick. There's supposed to be a trick for white people and for black people. That's like their leaving cert. And they're saying that uh, for the white people, it's a lot harder to get a job. And oftentimes, that, uh, black people will go on for a job and <coughs> a white person will go on for a job. A white person would have spent like five years in college and a black person spent maybe one or two years and because they have to fill out a certain quota of black people they'll just get the job straight away no questions asked whenever I was in Montague um, I was staying with a coloured girl and she really she some of her friends were white as well but one of the nights we were supposed to go out half of the lads were staying with coloured half were with white and we all thought we were going to this one big disco and I said to her, Look, are we going to this disco? And she said, we can't. And I said, why? And she says, because if we were to walk in, everyone would just look at me and I wouldn't be welcome. And that, that shocked me. I didn't, think it would, I didn't think it would be like that with the younger generation. I thought maybe the older ones because of, because of all, because it's been like that for so long. But I thought the younger ones would have maybe, you know, would maybe worked their way out of it. Like, like we have at home nearly, between Paul's and Grosvenor. Really, all, all the all the both both the sets allowed. All they want to do is have a good time, you know. The, I've sat down whenever we're out. One night I sat down. I was talking to a couple of lads from Paul's, just about the troubles and stuff, and they expressed really the same opinions that I and all my all the ones from Grosvenor have. They don't they don't really care about religion as long as the person's nice, you know. As long as you can get on with them, there's not really point in even wanting to know what their religion is. And I think I think that's the way everyone feels. 
they're all great crack, especially the ones from Dublin. It's um, I hang about mostly with more of them than I would the Moon Boys, just because you haven't seen them in a while and you like, like to talk to them and get their crack off them, you know. It's funny, but it's good to hear their their side of the story and them putting their views forward. But um, most of the time we'd agree on what the problems are and what needs to be done to be solved. Um, we both realise that there are problems and um, I think that in ourselves setting a good example by coming away as a Protestant Catholic school um, is good for that and good for setting the way. Because like, we spent three weeks now with um, 19 Roman Catholic boys from down south and you know, just realised that they're just the same as yourself. You know, They just enjoy the same things and, and like the same things that you do. You know, same people. I never really thought about you know going away with, with uh, a Roman Catholic before, but um, I'd certainly do it again. There's no problems at all. You know. Before I came away, I thought there'd be a big difference. I thought they'd be they'd be one group and we'd be a different group. But now we've mixed in. We found out there's no no real difference between us. The only real difference is what's gone on before us, and. Um, I think um, if it's if it's taken away from us at this age, if we learn not to have any boundaries, you know, learn not to have any separation between the two, we're going to grow up the same and teach our kids the same. It's just one of these generation things, something that's gone the blood all before us. They're just young boys the same as ourselves, playing rugby the same as ourselves, having a good time the same as ourselves. And the only difference is they're from a different background and it's history, it's nothing to do with us. As a unionist with a capital U, I have uh, changed my opinion somewhat upon, upon the, uh, the Catholics, which my, my Catholic counterparts. Um, I, I don't know how to describe it. In Northern Ireland, coming from a, a predominantly Protestant area in East Belfast and going to a predominantly Protestant school, you don't get the opportunity to intermix with, with Catholics and uh, this has been the first first time really I've had the opportunity and they're just the same as us apart from the only difference is our, our religion. I think we're, we're just the same. The, like I haven't noticed any difference. Well, we, Amongst the lads ourselves we haven't talked really about religion and like the divide between Protestants and Catholics. And like since we haven't talked about that, there's been there's no differences between us. Like they're lads from Belfast with a different accent, like and we're lads from Dublin with like just as, as difficult an accent to understand. But we've got together and we're great friends. Like we've been talking now about um a reunion or and a reunion every three months. Like the more I've spoken members, I suppose, were mingling first, but then. Everyone is now. Since we came on tour, I think the initial buzz just brought us all together, anticipation and excitement of going to South Africa. And you're just talking about it, and you're talking about it like your old friends, like you've known them for years. Once again, you just find out that we're all the same, same senses of humour, we're all having a laugh, everyone enjoys the same things. So it's not, you, just, you don't really think of them as from Dublin. You don't think of them as friends, I think. They're just friends. It's really good. The host asked us about the situation and... The Dublin fella would tell him about their school, we'd tell him about our school. And the story would be basically, basically the same thing for both sides. And they'd tell him, oh, I'm Irish, uh, I'm British, but yes, I do live in Ireland. It's just Northern Ireland, therefore I'm British. And the Dubliners would say, would it chip in and tell him? It's not like they would be against it and not help us explain the situation. They would help explain, yes, Northern Ireland is British. And we would be saying, yes, they're Irish, and nobody has any problems with it. It's just matter of fact. Normally now, 
if I found out someone's Protestant, I might think like, oh, he's he's different from me. But from what I've seen here, like we're just like we are the same. Like and we're just the same people. We're not the same, but like you can you can like you, you can get on with someone. You don't have to like like if you don't like them, you don't have to talk to them. If, but you don't have to go and shoot them, whatever you know. We've seen them twice this year, a few times last year. This year when we went up, we'd always go up and stay with them and. Uh, like we go out and we have a great laugh, but uh, we'd usually go off in our own groups, kind of. Like if you're in a pub, you'd sit together on your own, and they'd sit in their own, and it's a bit, bit different. You, you'd always uh, be a bit cautious about what you say about, you know, the politics or anything like that. But uh, now it's all changed. Now we don't we don't talk about that at all, and uh, we just move around, talk to like all we're all friends now, so that's great. You know, everybody knows everybody. You can talk. To anybody about anything. Mondale first 15 nil. Grosvenor St. Paul's second 15, 12. St. Joseph's and Bishop's 15, 12. Grosvenor St. Paul's first 15, 41. We've got sort of north-south traditions, Protestant Catholic traditions, and we were delighted here to be able to play a, an Angli- a mixture of an Anglican Catholic school and also a coloured school as well. We, we feel that this is what the tour is all about, to encourage integration. We've been playing together and living together as such for three weeks. And we have come to appreciate the racial integration that is already happening in South Africa here. And we know within South Africa that all the problems are not solved. We know that in Ireland all the problems are not solved. But we also know that when people come together and enjoy a game, that they can have some good fun and that they can live together in relative harmony. Yeah, it's definitely setting a headline, and I was very surprised that there wasn't that there isn't more uh, cooperation and communication between schools from the north and south, because we are so like young people. I say all over the world are very, very, very similar. That um, and the young people are going to change the countries that we're in. I think that I've learned so much here, and I've learned so much between the two schools that. Um, I'd be able to go home now and change. Other, if anybody else had a perception about it, about the people from the north and that they don't really like us, I'd be able to tell them now that they're wrong, that we are so alike and that uh, there should be no reason that we should be out killing or killing each other because they're human beings as well. They have the right to live. I think uh, that uh, there's, they're fighting for the wrong thing altogether. It's only a piece of land. Uh, it's not worth dying for. <laughs> it's not such a big deal I think for us as it is for them because we're not, we, we don't see any friction anyway where, where we are but uh, I think it has been good it's a good uh, marker for other people they can sort of see it and see how we got on and they can go back and maybe tell their friends who, who might have thought you know what's going on here maybe tell them like you know it's, it's, we're all the same it's grand you know go wake up Gavin turn now get over it son. get it back GPs <laughs> Get behind the ball carrier. Get behind them. The quotes coming tonight. They really just don't care, you know. They just see. They just don't care. They just live their life in Dublin. They don't mind what goes on, you know. Um, they look at it as um, they have no problems with the people from the north, but the Catholics in the north would be far more strongly um, believed in because they live in the, in the country and they have to deal with what goes on every day. Boys in Dublin are very much like ourselves. They just like having a good time, relaxing, don't care who it's with, you know, just 
whatever, but if you were mixing with Catholics in the north, there'd be a bit more tension between the two sides, I think. I think they're more aware that we're a little bit different than themselves, because the way I think of it is the problems up the north have nothing to do with the Republic. That's what I think. I think it's between the north, the whole north, the Catholics and the Protestants themselves, and it's nothing to do with us. So what I think is I think they're a little bit more aware of the problems facing the North than we are. We really don't have any say in it ourselves. They haven't experienced the troubles anything like we have. They don't have um, you know, people getting killed 100, 200 yards down the road. They don't experience this. Therefore, they don't have to... Um, they don't think about the divides as much as we would. Well, uh, I have a background anyway. Half my family is from the north, but uh, so I, I know I know a good deal about it. But I mean, to be able to, I've now never spoke, never never spoke to anybody really my own age from the north before. I was with them for three weeks at all, even for a few days. So it's like when we first met them, it was kind of like I oh, listen to their accents and that. But now it's just like nobody would comment about that at all. Everybody gets, everybody understands each other perfectly now. We have to learn about the situation as well. We're we're not clued in as to what really is going on up there, so it's helping us understand them more. Before that, I, you know, really, I haven't had, you know, much, you know, thought about it. You know, there's I've no, no need to. So now, you know, you'd know, like, really it's taught me there is no difference. And there's, I can't, there's no need for any of the violence or difference in the two sides, really. Come on, wait a minute! Support him forward! Support him! Get in there, Daniel! That's good, and taking again, and taking again. Come on, forward, get over it. That's more like it. And keep driving, keep driving. Move it. I don't think there's enough things like this happening. I don't think enough people from the, the north and south communicate and interlink with each other. I mean, it's it's a thing like this that needs to be done. Because, I mean, I know for a fact that a lot of the, a few of the boys from, I think, Grosvenor were... Um, pretty hesitant the first few times when we met to kind of like to talk because they, they weren't really sure about us we didn't know what we felt but we all none of us were bothered you know because it's where we come from you know down Dublin it's not an issue at all it's they're in very um, areas which are s- segregated and that so um, it would be like it's an everyday thing up there but I mean I think really for something like um, the next generation to happen things like this have to happen people have to meet each other nobody's going to know what it's what it's about, what it's like, unless people go and talk to people and meet each other. You know, if people just one street away are Protestant and Catholic, never bother to knock on each other's door and see what the crack is, I don't think anything is really going to come of it. It's just in Northern Ireland you're not given the opportunity to intermix with Catholics, and I think from this tour anyway, what we have found is that the opportunity should be made when we get back home to... Uh, intermix with with other Catholic schools as we have done so with St Paul's Dublin and we certainly have found there's been no conflict anyway both on and off the field. Obviously we're going to well from what's been said anyway going to keep close links with St Paul's reunions have already uh, been been on the go and been talked about but back home as well I think uh, we should somehow organise some form of uh, intermixing with another Catholic school. I know we have links with St Patrick's Knock, but it's not not close enough. And I think uh, to set an example for other schools to follow, uh, we sh- we should uh, get get a close closer links with uh, our Catholic co- counterparts in the north, and uh, 
hopefully things will lead from there. I'd like to see a lot more of these happening. I'd like to see, you know, it'd be great to see more schools twinning with other schools from down south and doing the same. Even hockey teams, not not just rugby, but all aspects. And uh, I think, you know, the more of this that can happen, the better. And not just, you know, with north and south, but two northern schools coming together. I think that could be a, of greater benefit than, you know, going to the north and the south. But a lot more of it is required, I think. Uh, we'd need a lot more mixing in the north, integrated schools, hosta really has to come but really it's a slow process but more of these tours will help strengthen it Right guys there's only there are two things in this we either ruck or the game's over for us because we're not getting our backs quick ball There's only 11-7 there's four points difference between the two sides what we need to do is not just ruck but tackle You've got to tackle. You're letting them run through the first tackle and the second tackle. The last half hour of this tour. Now let's show them what we're made of and let's win this game. Now come on. Come on. Come on. Pearl Gymnasium, second 15, 29. Grosvenor St. Paul, seconds, nil. Pearl Gymnasium, first 15, 18. Grosvenor St. Paul's, seven. I think that if it's well publicised when we go back home, it, uh, it could make an effect, but you need more. You need more of it. Need more Protestant schools, um, mixing with Catholic schools, doing joint things, and you even need more integrated schools in the north for Catholics and Protestants. I think we've had conferences with St Pat's at home. That's a Catholic school. Um, friends from likes events in Methody, they've all got sort of groups going where they've got they're trying to do the same sort of thing. So if we all, if we keep that up, we should it should last. I think there's a there's an opportunity still, as you mentioned rightly, that uh, a lot of the Catholic schools in the north of Ireland are not playing rugby. There is a move amongst a lot of the pupils and certainly parents who would like to see rugby coming in, 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 in into the schools and having a choice of the sport. And I see that having made a link and a positive link with, with the Dublin school, that perhaps that we can uh, bring coaches and pupils together to play against schools, Catholic schools in the north of Ireland who are starting out on this uh, sort of love of the game. And uh, if we can show them that we have made the move, that there's nothing to be frightened of, there, there's no problem about the boys playing together, then I think that uh, coaching sessions and various other uh, moves, bringing schools together, certainly if we can do it on a triangular basis, whereby having our links with St Paul's we could perhaps bring in one of the other schools in the north of Ireland together for a coaching day, perhaps a tournament um, at various age levels and and I think that uh, if we got the boys there at perhaps an earlier age group it would be even more beneficial. So I would say our next step if we can continue our links with St Paul's would be to establish them at a, at a lower age group and then bring in other schools and uh, that perhaps is the next stage for us. Well, I do, do think politics is all, obviously always going to be relevant in our situation in the north. Uh, as you can see, Mr Adams and Mr Mr Paisley, obviously, to the two extremes. And uh, you, you have to come to some form of compromise, even politically, uh, with our problem. The fact that we found out that we're so similar, if you haven't been affected by that, by coming out to South Africa for three weeks with guys who, as you said, come from a different background to you, and getting along so well with them and making making good friends. If you haven't been affected by that, you haven't been on the bus, you haven't been in the hotels, you, have, you haven't seen the matches and you haven't played in the matches. You've been in a box for the last three weeks. Before, I wouldn't really have thought at all of uh, uh, the, the nationalist point of view, but now I see they, they too have a say in the matter 
and uh, some form of compromise has to be taken into consideration for them as well. Although the majority, some 70% of people in the north, would like to stay part of the United Kingdom, but the, you can't forget about the 30% nationalists, whereas before I came on the tour, I wouldn't have thought twice about them. Standing off, someone! Who's standing off? Trouble! We were going home after a night out. Oh, it was pretty late, about one o'clock. First of all, we sang God Save the Queen. And I must say, if anyone had told me I'd be in South Africa and in Pangini at half one in the middle of the night singing God Save the Queen with some South Africans and some Belfast guys, I wouldn't have believed them. But we sang God Save the Queen first, and we laughed at that. And then we sang Our Own Levine, and we laughed at that as well. And then we made an attempt to sing the South African National Anthem, which was actually the new one, not the, the, the newer one. And we laughed at that, and then we went home. <laughs> I don't think they would hold as much prejudice because they haven't seen um, Protestant neighbours killing their families or people they know. Um, but they'll go back and say, these Protestants aren't bad at all, you know. Maybe they don't know as much about us, but they'll go back and say, these Protestants are all right, I don't know what all the fuss is about. And that's their story of their headline-setting tour. The question now is, will others build on their beginnings? For young minds can clearly be opened. In three weeks' time, St Paul's and Grosvenor renew their on-field acquaintance, this time opposing each other again in the annual challenge match. Will they pull the punches this year? I'd like to thank both schools and South African Airways for their assistance. And for their cooperation, the tour managers Pat Fay and Mike Rogers and their assistants, Jerry Desmond, Ian Graham, Kieran Kenny and Seamus Horan. And of course, all the boys, especially those from whom you've just heard, from St Paul's College, Stephen Crawford, Colm Dynan, Philip Perdue, Derek Joyce, Barry Harnett, Sean Smith, Owen Cole, Damien Carroll and Ian Sinnott. And from Grosvenor Grammar, Neil Crozier, Peter McCormack, Mark McCullough, Mark Stone, Andrew Gibson, Roger Montgomery, Alan Taggart and Kevin Gartside. 